Yummy, num, num, num. All right. Mm. God, TikTok is such a diabolical instrument. It like it like distills us down to our most basic drive systems and makes us watch. Phew. All right, let's watch some more. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. We appreciate these emails. I've got a stack of great ones, of course, uh, drafterdark at gmail.com. And our phone number for those voice messages, which I literally can't get enough of, 818-253-1693. And uh, got a lot on my mind today. I got the Booth Boys in the house. Hell yeah. It's not the full full compliment there, but we got got a good good representation of the Booth Boys. Not the full compliment. I'm just saying, uh, a world without any is like, uh, how can we, I don't know what to say next after that. Oh boy! You know what's funny? I, was I gonna... love you, Nadab. Don't get me wrong. No, yeah, I was don't gonna, get me wrong. I was gonna ask you later on in this episode who your favorite Booth boy is, but I, I don't it's, think I need it's to. It's like it's <laughs> Sophie's choice. It's trying to pick my, my my favorite children. Please, that's that's silly. <laughs> uh, but but so um, a lot of people may not be aware, but I'm back from a big old trip, um, and I went to Greece for a couple weeks just in time for Christina to break her leg, which was awesome. Um, and I had a couple interesting experiences. Uh, one Nadav, have I mentioned before my l- weird language acquisition thing I'm experiencing? Language acquisition. I guess thing? I've not mentioned it. So I've been saying forever that having COVID was that was like having been hit in the head. It was something neurological, something global and neurological happens, and because of it, I was extremely fatigued for a long time, and then I had weird fogginess. Right, I do remember that. Yeah. And I had this sense, like if I had, if I had a, much like the Seguras are having to rehabilitate their joints, I had this feeling that I needed to like work it out in some way. And I was like, is this a motor thing? Should I, should it be playing the piano? I'm going to Greece. I'm going to try to learn Greek, see if that helps. And I'll be goddamned if within two weeks of, of three weeks of really working hard on trying to learn Greek, my fog lifted, my COVID fog lifted, which oh, was hell yeah. fascinating. But then... I kind of kept going and I got sort of, I acquired the language much more easily than I, it seemed odd. It seemed odd how easily it was coming to me. Once you you were there or once you were back? No, while I, in the, in the, in the roll up to Greece. Mm, And so when I got there, I could kind of use the language a little bit. And here's the even weirder thing that happened within 30 minutes. Every time I'd start talking to somebody with the limited Greek that I had, but I could kind of talk about things. In almost every case, and within thirty seconds, they would look at me and go, oh, "Your accent is so good. How did you How did you acquire that accent?" I thought, I didn't think about the accent. I didn't even I didn't work on the accent, which is if you heard about people getting head injuries and waking up and suddenly having a weird accent or being able yeah. to speak Chinese and stuff. Foreign accents. I, I swear to God, this has something to do with that. Uh, and so then. Uh, I've got a little bit of the travel bug. I have to warn you, Nadav, so this will be a headache for you. Wait, hold on. Can you hit us with a little bit of Greek? I'd love to hear it in its uh, native tongue. Oh, me, oh, uh, my. I need to eat. It's kriazome, or kriazate, it's necessary. Nafau. Nafau, to go. Kriazate nafau. Kriazate nafau, it's necessary to eat. Kriazate nafau. Yeah. Or learning Greek, ala axizi. Which is, it's worth it. It's super worth it. easy. Yeah. And, and do you know, not super easy, it's just, it's worth it. But, but the, but the other thing is the uh, Greek don't, I, I noticed that I picked up a few idioms and stuff too. And they have, they have essentially, at least on the islands, they have aloha and uh, kind of hang loose. And, uh, and yasas is like aloha. 
They say yasas when you walk in the store, when you leave the store, when you cross each other in the street, is yasas, yasas, like aloha. Okay. And then they have ola kala, which is kind of like ola kala, ola kala. Everything's good. Oh, wait, hold on. So it's it's downwards? It's like you're hanging up a phone? No, that well, that's this is the Hawaiian thing, right? This is hang loose. And I was schooled on this, too. You have to have your fingers not not tight. They have to be sort of loose. What? That, don't even. Don't ask me. Hold on. This well, is how the, did we go down this rabbit this hole? This is the Greek I, version? No, this is the Hawaiian version I don't of th- hang loose. And I'm just saying the Greeks have a similar thing where they don't use the hand, hand, hand sign. It's ola kala. Ola kala. Ola kala. Ola kala. Well, that's okay. Well, I'm learning a lot. As usual, I'm learning a That's lot. That's right. Show. We're we're not the usual stuff we talk about and learn about on this show, but you're still learning. So So yeah. It's hot in Los Angeles, by the way, if you didn't know. It's yeah, even sorry. hot still in this we, room. But we just blasted uh, we just turned you. on the AC. I'm sorry about that. Hopefully it'll but, catch but up. But isn't that weird? And so I went back because I've got a, now a little bit of a language bug. I, I mean, excuse me, language bug too, but also travel bug. And so I'm gonna make your life miserable, Nadav. No, I um, love it. Not when I, I love when you make my life miserable. Okay, good. Um, so I went back to French, which I studied forever and never really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it and had this very weird experience where I was in New York City running the other day and listening to some French conversational stuff. And for a few minutes, I'm like, are they speaking French or English? I, I, I'm not, I, I couldn't tell. That's weird. That's weird. That's the kind of weird, something happened to my head because of COVID. So that is if, I, if I were my own voice message today, I'd be like, Dr. Drew, explain this one. And there would not be, I could not explain it. In fact, I was just today saying, I've, I've got to talk to a neuroscientist about this to see if I can, and see if other people are reporting stuff like this. Huh. Speaking of reporting, uh, store.ymhstudios.com for merchandise. Um, it seems to me we need some new stuff. Uh, although the Rational Revolution Cup, the, everybody in the land should have one of those cups. You know, Drew, it's funny you should say that. Yeah, uh, what do we got? Well, we got some ideas that we're going to pitch to you once we're done recording. So Come on, share them with the group. Not, no, 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 we can't Come do on. it over here because what if it, it's better this way. Don't worry, it's right. better this way. Um, I'm so but, excited. Uh, it, I'm so it's excited. so great to hear, though, that you had such a good timing. Had a great time. We met lots of great people. and We... Um, you know, we were on a cruise for part of it, and we were on Santorini for a big part of it. Three weeks? Uh, two and a half, two plus. And um, I think I was gone a total of about three weeks. We were in New York on both sides of it. But we had interesting experience also. Uh, other Americans we met had a very similar kind of emotional feeling, which was the reason they were in Greece is because it's the first thing to open up, and they were like, get me the hell out of here. I got to go somewhere. And so we were all like, oh, yeah, we got to go. We just got to go somewhere. Oh, Greece and was the first uh, foreign country one of the, to allow one of, the, one of the first ones to sort of open up to tourism, yeah. Mm. Reliably open up to tourism. Gotcha. Because other ones were opening and closing and, you know, so. We were even supposed to go to Turkey and that got closed down. I was upset about that. Well, when you were in Greece, did you do as the Grecians do and buttfuck the whole time? Uh, not the whole time. Um, you know, we had some catching up to do because anal begins at 50, right? And uh, we have much of our youth to sort of, was that Zolo laughing at this? Who was laughing at that? It's me. It's, it's you. Okay. All right. I was going to say, I didn't expect that from him. Um, though though it is weird, I, I got to say it, to the, your, the, your mom's house world spans the globe. Okay. I think most people, most of you all are aware of that. No way. Did you run into mommies in Greece? I did. No way. And, and the weirder part is pretty much the mommies we were... <laughs> The mommies that we ran into, um, let's just say it's weird when they've, you know for sure they've listened to my wife on where my mom's at. Right. 
And that became evident like immediately. <laughs> like, like, like we had to f talk about how to deal with that. Like uh, there was this immediate like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Uh, you're that one. They're right, like, you butt fucking hard or hardly butt fucking Get it, get it, get it. So I, and I, and I keep saying, I keep saying you need to update this. You need to bring Mrs. Pinsky back on where my mom's at. I, that needs to happen because uh, we need to sort of flush out, so to speak. No, wrong word. We need to expand the repertoire in terms of how people understand her. Okay. Because uh, she's the gift that keeps on giving, and she and Christina together are pretty good. So. Right, I guess there's more layers. There's uh, there's the anal starts at 50. Mm -hmm. I think you said she was the fart queen, right? What? There's more layers. Yeah, you, you don't remember saying that she far she farts like a trumpet? Oh no, no, she has a she has a. Uh... <laughs> oh Am I remembering it's, that wrong? It's so good to be back. It 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 it, it is that she has a uh, what's called a uh, what do they call it when they they have a certain. Uh, we, I made you look it up last time. Oh yeah, the reed, the reed, the, no, the no, where they, the, the, where the the mouth shape that that uh, the player, the the human makes when they're playing one of those instruments, is called embouchure. She has an embouchure in her asshole. That's all I'm saying. I have not destroyed that. You understand what I'm saying? That, that's Hell all remained yeah, intact. Yeah, thank you, Nadav, for taking me down that path. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Good to have you. Uh, I wrote some other notes. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I'm having a terrible experience with a fabric company. We put these windows in our bedroom so the sun comes bursting every morning at 6 o'clock. I'm barely able to function because of, because there's sun in my face for the last four months waiting for curtains. Jesus. Well, Drew, I suggest uh, you do as the cool guys do and just line that shit with tinfoil, homie. It works for them. It yeah. keeps the aliens and the sun out. The the only problem with that is, and I don't know if I've mentioned, I think I have told you this before, but phone, you understand, foil on the window is the universal sign of I'm using crack. So it, people will stay away. It, it doesn't face the street or anything. I don't, I don't know. It's an idea. I'm thinking about it. It's not a well, bad idea. Yeah, it keeps the sun out. It, it must, you know, I've never tried to put foil on windows. My patients have done it a lot, but it <laughs> must, it must kind of stay up kind of easy, right? Or they wouldn't. Go, right? Yeah, it molds. Up. I mean, I'm not saying that I've done it. No, of but, course not. Uh, you know, yeah. but it's yeah. like uh, I've put tin foil on things before, and it's uh, it, you just kind of yeah, shove it, it into a crevice, and it gets in there. I don't know. Well, I may give it a try. It's actually a very, very, very noble uh, recommendation. Yeah, like man. That. If it's stupid and it works, it's not stupid. All right. Let me um, come up with a couple of uh, emails here for you guys. This one is actually kind of serious. Here's a here's a brown one. Let's get to that. Uh, by the way, I. <laughs> I did a, I've been approached lately by a bunch of um, sort of companies that want to do genetic analysis and blood analysis and stool analysis. Mm -hmm. And um, I did some work for this company. I'm, I'm not going to mention them yet, but my God, what, I, I'm a physician and I could barely do all the collecting that they were asking us to do. It was I, I mean, they want you to reach in the toilet and get pieces of shit out. They want you to prick your fingers. People will not do that, I'm afraid. Well, yeah. every time we've asked you to do that, you wouldn't do it. We want some samples, homie. We want to take castings why? of those guns, man. We want to sell them as merch. Why <laughs> bring it up? Uh, here we go. Brown looks like it's from a rabbit. I'm 31 years old, 6'3", uh, 260 pounds, active workout. Never one complete log. They're usually three to six small balls of brown. Instead, I eat healthy, blah, blah, blah. Should I be concerned? I had an emergency appendectomy eight months ago. Could that have something to do with it? I feel like I should be having some any size browns. Any size browns, not everybody gets to have an any size brown. You understand? You have to be especially talented. And you have to wait for a month to get an any size brown. Especially talented? Uh, that's not the average... 
You, do you know I talked to Tom, I think, since we last talked about Annie, and he was like, he needs to talk to my gastroenterologist, right? He needs a therapist, right? Yeah. And is, has he set that up yet? <laughs> what do you think? No, absolutely, absolutely not. No, yeah. Eddie's and, afraid of fixing himself. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about Eddie and his, his uh, capacity. The, the only risk he had is that, that his bowel is going to lose motility, that as he gets a lot older, it's going to have trouble pushing things through because it's been used to being so expanded. That could happen. That's a real risk. The probability of that, I don't know, number one. So that's, that's, that's the only issue I would think from the gastroenterologist standpoint. Number two, from a psychological standpoint, Tom wants him corrected. He wants him to have therapy. Um, there's no therapy for th I mean, it's not as low insight-oriented psychoanalysis or psycho supportive psychotherapy is going to somehow ha have any suddenly realize that the toilet's not a dangerous place and there's no hand. The it is not going to come up through the drain and grab his asshole. I thought you it's said not, exposure therapy was exposure the move. therapy yeah. is the only move, right? And so, but but I I I don't remember if I told you I had this conversation with Tom about it. I've been thinking about it. And you have to really be, you have to have trouble functioning. You have to have trouble by, by the symptom and you have to want to get better to go through the exposure therapy, mm. which takes a bunch of time and a bunch of commitment. And there's no way any's going to do it. Right? <laughs> Completely agree with you. Okay. So thank you. So, so I, I, funny, it was, I, I'm glad we brought this up because I was struggling with this. I think about, I think about weird shit in the shower in the mornings and, and, uh, any comes to mind in some of those conversations I have with myself. Really? Weirdly. And this particular thing, I was thinking, and he's fine. He's not having trouble functioning. He's not unhappy with how he is. He's not motivated to change this thing. Now, if the gastroenterologist sees him and says, again, this is the whole conversation I have with myself, sir, you're going to have toxic megacolon within 15 years. Here's the data on this. I'm not aware of any data like that out there, but maybe it's there. Maybe a gastroenterologist would know that. That will be a situation where he has to change or he's going to end up in real serious medical trouble. Mm. And that will be interesting. So I support him seeing a gastroenterologist just to see if there's something that I'm not thinking of, you know? When you get toxic so, megacolon, is yes. that something that is like only can be corrected by a surgery? Or is it like, hey, you're going to have to be in a wheel, you're wheelchair bound for the rest Real of your life? Real toxic megacolon yeah. is a actually a life-threatening thing. You can rupture your colon. You can need the colon to be taken out entirely. Uh, end up with a colostomy bag or ileostomy bag, which would delight Christina, right. I know. So it's a super urgent condition. It's not like when, a chronic. When it, you, no, no, no. I mean, cl classically, it's an urgent condition, but it can also be sort of a chronic thing. Where you, It's really not called toxic megacolon in that case, just called megacolon. Like the mm. colon swole up too big and where it can't contract gotcha. to move things through. People that abuse laxatives sometimes get that. People that, you know. I, I've not heard of it from retaining the way, way any, maybe we'll look it up. L look it up. Let's do it. Let's look, look up retaining and megacolon. Retaining and megacolon. Yeah. This will be interesting. Uh, megacolon, megacolon surgeons. What is the treatment? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, may require surgery. We talked about this. Uh, bah, 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 bah. So that we're looking at causes. All right, let's look up causes of megacolon. Ooh, Maybe depending on age and pelvic floor and he's all good with that. Function. I know he's all he's got good <laughs> function with the pelvic floor and the endosphincter. Uh, How long does it take to develop toxic megacolon? Uh, well, signs and symptoms. That, but that's toxic megacolon. We're we're just talking about megacolon uh, generally. True, true, true. Um, uh, what it could cause in a large colon? There we go. Let's go to that. Okay. Uh, infections, parasite, poor blood supply, inflamed colon, inflamed colon. Yeah, you know, so it, it how, how much poop is in your body? Yeah, you likely have abdominal. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any has any of this. No, 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 no. He's fine. He's yeah. fine. That's my point. That's why right. I've been. That's why I've been sort of, 
diverting from anybody judging my but my man any you know what i mean because he's got this extraordinary thing about him uh and let's see what is that uh, I just saw a question here saying how much poop is in your body ah, that interested you. me, so yeah. I just clicked on it. <laughs> the average man in the U.S. weighs 195 pounds, and the average woman weighs 168. This means a man of average weight produces about one pound of poop, mm-hmm. and a woman of average weight uh, produces about 14 ounces of poop per day. Yep. Whoa, hold on a second. Yeah. What? What? So, so does that mean Annie's taking like 14 to 28 pound shits every time he's... He's probably taken 12 to 15 pound shits, yeah. Holy shit. I, I told you. That's why when he was talking about how he disposes of it down the toilet, I was imagining that he'd have to, and he, he cuts it up with his asshole. Did you, did you, that's what he told us. Because I said, you have to take a stick, you have to take shears, what, what are you going to do? He goes, oh, no, no, I've learned to cut it off. It's just when I heard him say that, it's just, you know, you just assume, you know, it's an embellishment or an exaggeration. Oh, no, 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 no. The science is there, right here in front the, of us. Annie is nothing if not exquisitely honest and clear. He is he has never gilded the lily on anything he has had to offer us. Yeah, he's taking 15 to 30 pound shits every time. That's uh, probably, wild. Probably, yeah. Probably Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, man. Um, so this guy with the, but it'll be coming up in May, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this guy with the rabbit poo. Uh, no, it's nothing. I mean, it, it just, you're a little constipated. It's fine. People focus way too much oh, on their poop. with the pellets, right? The pellets are little round balls and stuff. It's a nothing. If, if you have trouble evacuating them or have trouble getting out, excuse me, that that's a situation where you might want to take a little bit of a stool softener or something like that, colace, something uh, of that order. Hi, Hitler. Uh, and by the way, um, I was... Uh, Ooh, so he's got a one, a type one on the Bristol stoop, stool chart. A type... Whoa, Bristol stool chart. What is this? Hold on. I did not know about you this. You don't know about the Bristol stool chart? No. Ooh, let me teach you some shit about shit, Please. homie. There are seven different types of poop. Yeah. What is this? Is this a, a gastroenterology thing or something? It's backed by science. I, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I, it has quite an official name. Is it from Bristol, England or something? Uh, I mean, let's check it out. Mild diarrhea. Bristol stool skid. Diagnostic medical design. Classified stool. Blah, 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 blah. Keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, categories of experimental fields. Developed by Bristol Royal Infirmary in 1997. That's very um, recent. In, including diagnostic triad for irritable bowel, blah, 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 blah. Hey, good times. Now, here's what's crazy is that, I mean, you look at this and and I'm, I feel like looking at this, the aim is somewhere between type 3 and type 4. But there's, yes. I, I think they're saying that the... Oh, wait. Oh, type 3 is normal. All yeah, right. So you're three, looking for a 3 or a 4 on the Bristol yeah, stool chart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it is. What's when, blowing your mind here, bud? Well, <laughs> and that, that the Bristol infirmary had to sit and think about all this and give us a scale with pictures. Uh, and it sort of speaks volumes to me as to why I didn't become a gastroenterologist, uh, which I kind of instinctively knew. Gynecomastia. Hi, Hitler. Oh, so I was going to tell you, when we were Hitler, I did a, I did a uh, Instagram live. Uh, hang on, I did Instagram Live, and on the and I had n- these new friends we had met. Who I'm not sure they really knew who I was or what your mom's house was or anything. They definitely did not what your your, your mom's house was. The, the group that was with me that day, mm-hmm. and uh, immediately on the chat thread, you know, on the thread that you get on the Instagram Live, a lot of high Hitlers, uh, and uh, oh my God, the people around me are like these people are awful. Why would they call you that? It's hysterical. Yeah. There's a lot of lingo that you got to explain. You, to people I was like, it's, it's first of all, it's not hi Hitler, it's hey Hitler. 
uh, first of all. Secondly, it, it's a term of endearment. It's like aloha, yasas. It's hey, Hitler. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you nailed it. it. That's exactly it, how you It's use aloha. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I, I'm a male in my 20s. When I was about 12 or 13 years old, I had lumps underneath my nipples. Doctor said it was normal. Yes. Uh, part of puberty, always skinny. Until I was 20, I started gaining some muscle. Metabolism slowed down. I've got mild gynecomastia. I started to accumulate a bit more fat. So is surgery the only best way to fix this? What are the risks? Surgery seems to be somewhat extreme. I hate being self-conscious about taking my shirt, especially when I'm in good shape. Otherwise, thanks. This may beat me. Um, you can try some of these, you know, estrogen blocking agents like aromatase inhibitor. You could see a gastroenterologist, but I don't think that's going to work. Once you have the gynecomastia, if it's set up and persisted this long, probably going to need a little bit of surgery. Now, sometimes they can do it just with some liposuction, so it's not a big deal. But oftentimes the gynecomastia is about breast tissue development behind the nipple. And if that's the case, that is a surgical deal. So, uh, you know, talk to a plastic surgeon. I, I think it's a little bit expensive, but it'd probably be your best bet. Uh, my, can I get some more emails? I'm having a good time with this. Yeah, uh, absolutely. My husband's butt cramps. Uh, weird shit my husband experiences. Uh, bye bye right by man. He told me he was lying on his back during sex every time... We're done. He gets a lingering butt cramp. After about 15 minutes, it goes away, but I'm reaching out to see if there's something we should be concerned about. We're both water champs. We always well hydrated. Wonder if there's anything to do with, uh, oh, he has chronic health problems, pancreatitis and hemochromatosis. Wow. So hemochromatosis is an iron storage disease of sorts. Um, it's, it's an iron metabolism disease, really. And it's unusual and it's genetic. I don't know why he would have pancreatitis. And when I... Frankly, when I hear hemosiderosis and pancreatitis in the same front sentence, I worry about alcoholism. Uh, so is he drinking a bunch too? I don't know. Uh, you didn't mention that. So want some gene level advice. Uh, thanks, Hitler. Here we are. Please show me uh, those big tits. Fart. <laughs> you better come up for me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so when people talk about pelvic and butt muscle spasm after orgasm, they're usually talking about pelvic floor spasm. Uh, the classic thing being a PC muscle spasm or a pubococcygeous muscle spasm, and it can be very uncomfortable. It can feel like a like a uh, like like a visceral cramp, almost by getting kicked in the nuts. Oh yes, pelvic floor. See see that red thing? I believe that is your pubococcygeous muscle. Well, it's just the pelvic floor muscles generally, and those are the ones that get involved in this. And it can be triggered by nothing. It can be triggered by urethral inflammation. It can be triggered by, by prostate inflammation. You see in the picture that Nadav has up here, those are structures that either go through the pelvic floor or proximity, have close proximity to the pelvic floor. So when they get inflamed, the muscles can get inflamed too. It's usually nothing. Usually people have this sort of throughout their lifetime. If it's your buttock, if it's actually the gluteal muscle having a spasm, he, first of all, has to learn to relax more during, you know, this kind of girl-on-top sex, mm. uh, number one. And then number two, God, I wonder if it has something to do with the hemosiderosis, the hemochromatosis. I, 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 he ought to get his iron checked to make sure there's not something out of whack there. I don't, I don't have enough experience with that to know for sure how that would work. The, the iron syndrome that he has, does that mean he has too much Let's iron? Let's look up hemochromatosis. Iron? I'm having trouble figuring out a way to... to uh, explain it to people it, it's a it's a disorder now let's see the normal role of hepcidin hepcidin is disrupted causing your body to absorb more iron than it needs this excess iron is stored in major organs especially your liver oh. right so so it develops like a toxicity then yeah you develop too much and so what they do is they actually just they bloodlet you they 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 take blood out of you that's one way to do it they take blood out on a regular basis to try to 
to get some of that iron out of your system. Phlebotomy, the most common treatment for hemochromatosis. To pre- so there's the treatment I'm talking about. Procedure is similar to giving blood. That's right. You just give blood on a regular basis and you get all that iron out. But but I you know when I think about iron and copper metabolism, which are kind of related, I do think about skeletal muscle disorders. And so it worries me that the hemochromatosis, that's why I was saying it may have something to do with that butt spasm. Let's uh, see a Canadian guy fighting with cops, shall we? Oh, yeah. I think yes, you're gonna, please. I think you're going to love this guy. I think I am, too. I can just tell by the, the name of the video. A ticket for stunting because he heard me yelling at someone on my phone. And then I fingered him on the way out of okay. there and told him to mind his business. And he's pulling me over for stunting again. What's stunting? I feel like driving away and starting a high-speed sir. chase. This is over-policing. Yes, sir. 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 Just let me put you on hold for one second, okay? Now, fuck this guy. There, I'm on the phone with your fucking boss, you dick. <laughs> Wow. So we need to follow this guy because this, this is your next Fed Smoker. Yeah. This, this is, is this is Fed Smoker, uh, probably what Fed Smoker was like before meth, right? <laughs> and you add meth in and uh, it, it doesn't go so well. Yeah, but, he, he uh, just wants to be stunting on his own and I mean, who these can, coppers are just expo- getting in the way. You know, I'm supposed to understand psychology. What does stunting mean? It's got to be a Canadian term. I imagine he means speeding, maybe? Or, or maybe he means like like oh. like showing off with his car or something. You know what I mean? Like donating or something? No? Uh, let's see. So uh, this is in Grand Prairie, uh, Alberta, Canada. Yeah. This man was stopped for stunting, doing something that could potentially distract other drivers. Okay. That's what stunting right. means. Right. It's funny that he knows the term. That's weird, number one, because I don't even know the term. Number two, it's good to see that it's not just Americans that behave like this, that the Canadians can... Uh, Interact with the uh, RCM, RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, with the ways that are uh, less than uh, sort of cordial. But my biggest thing about guys like this is, so what? I mean, so the cop pulls you over. Just be nice and get on your way. You know, It's so weird to me when people get all like this guy. I mean, if you're on meth, I get it because everything's like that. But you're a normal dude driving your family in your SUV and you, this is so disturbing to you that a cop wants to not have you flip him off? Oh, it's about to get a lot more fun. For oh, boy. All right, let's do it. Let's go. Here we go. All right. There's another officer on the way to talk to you, okay? Oh. Yeah, this guy can fuck right off. And he, this ticket he can shove up his fucking uh, ass. But awesome. Oh, wow. You stay on the phone with me until the other officer gets here to defuse the situation. I no longer feel so, safe because of the little bitch behind me. So hold on. If I, if I am the uh, dispatcher in this thing... I am just I am dispatching three to five police cars to this a hole. I am not I am not sending another officer for you to talk to. I'm sending a little uh, armada. So let's yeah, go. Let's see this. SWAT car uh, uh, we're going to have some some gentlemen get and ladies get out of the car when we in business. So here we go. Pulls me over. I was at a complete stop when we were leaving him pulling us over and complete stop and I fingered him and hurt his feelings again. Well, fuck him and his feelings. Oh, are we it's not see... illegal to finger a police officer. Is this going to go? It's not illegal into... to call them a fucking. <laughs> this guy's all class. <laughs> this guy's. Are we going? Are we going to get to see when the other cops arrive? Uh, I believe so. Thank you. I need a payout on this. I need it. I need it. And I'm crumpling up his ticket. You hear that? See your ticket, you fuck. Crumpled up. Maybe this guy is on. on the ground, but you'd give me a fucking ticket for littering. Maybe he is on that. Fuck you. Or co- Sorry, I'm not Uh-oh. mad at you at all. I feel bad you, for this you lady. Professional okay. and stuff. But that little worm behind me deserves a fucking foot in the ass. <laughs> I like the accent. What kind of accent is that? That's not Canadian. 
Yeah, I think it is. It's like the Aus. It's sort of a remnant of Scottish or something. Maybe it's but, Buffalo uh, adjacent or something. Weird. There's some Baltimore in there. Uh, I don't know. But um, it makes me feel bad for tweeting shit. I don't want to be seen like this guy. So yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm upset about a, a fabric store. <laughs> I'm I'm truly pathetic. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> so so pay, pay this out for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, yeah. Let me know if you if you've gotten uh this aggressive towards a company who has slighted you. Okay, here we go. I'm oh. waiting for your boss to call me. Fuck off and get in your car. Oh, oh my god. So you're a fucking little bitch. Give me my ticket and go fuck yourself, goofball fucking faggot. Uh -oh. Fuck you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Fuck off, you bitch. Uh oh. You're a fucking clown. Uh oh. Do you think he's allowed to do that? No, I think there's gonna he's be. He's got his gun on me now. The RCMP <laughs> officer has his gun. It, it on is me RCMP. Now. How about that? It's Listen the real. Him. He's fucking hitting. He's hitting my fucking truck now. He's breaking my window. Holy fuck! Get him, get him out here! Get him out here! Holy fuck, help me! Send somebody now, please! He's got a gun on my husband! He's tripping balls! Hurry up! He's tripping balls! Help me! Help me! Holy fuck! Help me! What are you doing? Well, first of all, again, American policemen are not the only ones that maybe use excess force in certain situations, and... Resisting arrest, never a good idea. Did you think that, that this Canadian officer used excess force? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. A I don't bit? blame him. I don't blame him. I, I, I would rather have seen uh, a bunch of people scare the shit out of this jerk. But even so, um, you know, they don't want to take the time of a bunch of other guys just because this a-hole's misbehaving. So does it keep going? Please break in my window! <laughs> no, it's just uh I mean that's that that's the whole interaction. But uh Huh. Well, I let this be a lesson to y'all. Just when the cops tell you on the to, phone with your fucking <laughs> boss, you dick. When the cops ask you to do something, you just do it. I mean, they're trained to escalate the force to to maximum you know, to go from zero to sixty if they if they if somebody's not cooperating. That's their training. Right? What do you think? Well, I mean, I like uh <laughs> I, I like that the taser came out instead of a gun. I like yeah. that, you know? <laughs> I, I like the non -le the, the use of non-lethal force. Well, like by that. the way, that dude took his life in his hands by breaking the window and holding a taser on him because he could have been facing a gun. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, is that, like, uh, if, if you're one of these people that is literally just disrespecting police. Well, not just disrespecting, but, but seemingly aggressive to the point of, like, psychotic right and then of course stunting on them also i mean of course of he's just course. stunting on all the haters and i don't i don't i don't think if anyone felt safe i mean he did seem like a menace to society yes he's he's a he's a, he's i was out of control but uh he's got video of it anyway so i'm looking for another i had another uh email here Oh my God! Elongated milking time. What the hell is that? Well, you have Ooh, to wait read that. that. No, I have to wait. <laughs> uh, I was looking for. It just sounded like I had a medical problem, and now I don't see the. Here, I got a. I, we got some voicemails. All right, let's do some voice messages. Here, go ahead. Oh, here it is. I found the one I want. Hey, Doctor Jeans. Hey, buddy. Colin, I got this spot on my ass cheek, like a little raised bump. It's not colored or anything, and when I scratch it with my fingernail, it makes my dick hole really tingle. It's fucking weird. 
So I'd, I'd love to hear your input on that. Wow, Thanks. that is weird. I, I'm guessing it must be a neuroma, something connected to a nerve somehow. That's very weird. Very interesting. Whoa. Yeah, a butt neuroma that makes your dick tingle. Uh, first of all, hats off. I, I'm, I'm yeah. always... I'm always impressed by humans with extraordinary. We need to do a new podcast that called sounds... like, "Humans Are the Craziest" and have any and any any can be our poster shot for it. I right? can't tell if this guy is complaining or bragging. He's just worried about it. He's he's neither. He's just saying it's weird, and he's right. It's weird. And I, if it's something that didn't develop suddenly, if it develops suddenly, you should see a doctor for sure. If it's something that's been sitting there forever and always done this for you then it's some sort of congenital growth, and uh, that's that. It's probably connected to nerves somehow. Give me another one. Hey, Dr. Drew. Mm -hmm. uh, quick question for you. I am on testosterone replacement therapy. Uh, have been for a couple of years. I'm 31. Um, I currently am also taking HCG um, prescribed by my doctor, and along with that, uh, when I go to make white, it is insane to say the least. We're talking volume and yeah. distance. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm waterboarding my fiance, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on kind of what's, what's going on there. Uh, I think I would agree with Dr. Nadav that there's just too much come in these balls. Uh, love you guys. Okay. Bet your ass is coming up in May. You bet your ass. But I, I gotta say, we've, we, this seems like the, if we had to pick the most popular topic on, uh, Dr. Drew After Dark, it seems to be this one. A lot of common balls? Yeah, and then nobody listens to me when I explain for the 9,000th time, your balls don't have any cum in them. Your right. balls are just producing the little sperm cells that then leak their way into the mix right. with the fluid that's produced by your prostate. Let's show them the pictures right. since we always... P, P is in the balls, cum is in the semi-vessels. No, 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 no. Put it, put it up there. Put the uh, the seminal vesicles up there. Semi vessels, seminal vesicles mix. They, they they the semen from the prostate goes into the seminal vesicles. There they are, on the left, uh, and then it mixes with the sperm as it sort of drips in there with it, and um, and then the lower that lower left hand corner one gives you the full picture of where how the sperm get to the seminal vesicles. There you go, and, and mix in with the prostate. Uh, there it is. Um, but, uh, the amount of fluid produced can be affected by testosterone. I don't know that it can be affected by growth hormones so much. Um, the, you, you are clearly not on testosterone replacement. The idea that you have low testosterone and you're replacing it, that is not what we're talking about here. You are on some sort of supplementation. I don't know whether it's for bodybuilding or what, but let's not kid ourselves. Uh, you're taking extra physiological amounts. And by the way, as I've explained many, many times in this show, if you have low testosterone, that is not a diagnosis. That is a, the same thing as like a fever. The low testosterone needs to be explained why you have that. What's the diagnosis that is causing the low testosterone? Now, if you have a diagnosis that can't otherwise be treated, it's reasonable to replace the testosterone that you're not making on your own to try to bring it back up to normal. But when you go above normal, you start having a lot of semen production. You can do, you know, you can build a lot of muscle. Uh, your sex drive usually goes up and then goes down. And I've seen a lot of guys that use testosterone long periods of time whose uh, sex drive and erectile function remain permanently impaired. So permanently? Permanently impaired. So be very, very careful with this. Very, very careful. All right, another voice message. Oh boy! Yeah, good time. Yeah, that's scary as shit. I mean, look, if you're a, if you're a professional bodybuilder, you may decide that it's worth it. But if you're just a dude screwing around in the gym, 
why would you do that? Right, right. looking looking uh, uh, hot and beefy is better than actually fucking, I guess, right? Some people to will some go there, to, they, or they don't believe it's going to happen to them or whatever, or they're cycling, so it won't happen. And that's true. Back in the day when I used to see a lot of this, not a lot, some of this, um, it was when people were not doing the cycling that they do these days. So, and then there's oh. some stuff you put, go on when you're off cycle that maybe helps the recovery. So, so you know, so it's like it's, it's a little more advanced these days, to be fair. So, like, it needs to be under soup, like with more supervision, it's less likely to happen. No, no, because because in the bodybuilding world, these guys are like freaking chemists. They just have their own protocols and they they talk to each other. Me medical doctors could never recommend these kinds of things because there's no medical reason and you're only putting yourself at risk with them. So it ends up being this weird alchemy group where they, you know, mix and match on their own. And the amount of stuff they take sometimes is insane. Just like insane, bro science. Insane. And if you notice, um, they don't tend to live that long. I'm just saying. Just look at the the generally at that group. Go ahead, give me another one. Um, yeah, here's a good one. Hey, Doctor Daddy Drew hey, and Mommy. Mommy Jeans, if you're there, I have a quick question about Brown. Mm, of course. Um, I heard on a previous YMH video that you, when you flush your poop. Mm -hmm. the poop particles fly into the air. That's true. So what I'm wondering is if you sit on the toilet while you flush, mm -hmm. will the poop particles go onto my vagina, my beach? And if so, would that could that cause a yeast infection or a bacterial infection? Because I'm a simple gal. I don't want brown anywhere near my beach. Please. Please. Thank you. Please. Simple, Very simple, important question. sensible gal. Since we all and we have great thinkers at your mom's house. I, yeah. I like what they spend their time thinking about. I spend my time thinking about Annie's colon in the shower, and they start thinking about brown in their vagina when they're sitting around all day. Actually, um, I, I feel like uh, like if this was a, a a legitimate worry, I feel like there'd just be yeast infections correct. all day long from co everyone. Co correct. Though let's be fair, women tend to wipe at the end, right? Just like. I'm not yeah, sure. And, and then they get up very quickly, typically, and so they're not really exposing some, themselves, typically. So it's not necessarily going to be a widespread problem. However, it's a great question, actually. It's uh, the the aerosolized particles. I mean, ooh, maybe they're heavy and they they're more of a, a sinkers than floaters. Yeah, it's not. A, it's really the water that aerosolizes, and and then you presume certain amount of the stool can be you know dissolved in the water, and so it's really more about the bacteria in the water. Which again is the problem for the vege, um, and you could get vaginosis—not so much a yeast infection, but vaginosis. I've never heard a gynecologist sort of going down this diagnostic path as a as an explanation for recurrent vaginosis. We tend to think of it more as it just sort of migrating from the anus to the vagina, like the whole vicinity is sort of uh, full of bacteria that migrate around. But you're on to something. You are actually on to something. So maybe we should be asking women, do they get off the toilet uh, expeditiously after they finish brown? And do they wipe properly? And are they thinking about this? So it, it, if somebody had recurrent vaginosis, that's an interesting problem. But for the average person, it should be not no big deal. Actually, here's here's an interesting follow-up question with really? this. Really? Here we go. So I feel like uh, water plays such a much bigger part in, uh, in browning than people think and that it contains all the stuff from the... It's almost like I feel like it's really the only problematic like poop particles in the air 
or from when it drops from your butt into the water, well, and then the water contains it. It's right? not exclusively the water. Though, to be fair, I mean, there's a certain amount of volatilized everything. But what I'm saying get is get rid that, of the water. And no, yeah, the experiment I'd like to. Or maybe we should go into mercury. Is have shit in mercury? <laughs> is that what you're saying? That is definitely not where I was going with it. <laughs> go ahead. Just, just a, a toilet with water, yeah, and then a, another toilet with just nothing in it. And see how many yeast infections we could yeah, produce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I visited I visited a microbiologist. I was doing a TV show once for Discovery, at Discovery Health, when there was such a, a network. And uh, we talked to a microbiologist that was studying uh, exactly this. Uh, if you go to university, <laughs> go to University of Arizona Microbiology. Let's see, and then and then maybe urine, uh, yeah, or, or E. coli, because that's sort of what he was really looking at. Was you know how far when you urinate into a toilet how far do the droplets go and he had them going out like 20 feet uh and yeah let's see they have a very fine microbiology program there by the way uh maybe just look up a toilet in, in the in the search bar not not the, the no 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 in the u of a search bar yeah toilet there we go let's see what happens Oh, come on. They used to be much more energetic and, and mm. creative with their research. So anyway, <laughs> the point is people have been looking at these things in terms of how to keep ba bathrooms safe. And it's the kind of thing that sort of became pertinent during the pandemic, right? People were talking about putting your hands under the dryers and how far the water aerosolized and splashed. Remember that whole conversation? Right, and then the you virus know? could like go through plumbing pipes. And yeah, so the there was a lot of this yeah. stuff became pertinent all of a sudden during a different issue, which virus different than, than bacteria, but uh, interesting that it has uh, resurfaced as an important issue. All right, I want to just address this guy, Ollie. Uh, I've been playing rugby and other contact sports. Every now and then I get these random aching pains in my shoulder that are excruciating. They occur more often when I'm playing more sports and more fitness. It never happened in relation to something I've been doing. I'll be relaxing, then all of a sudden my shoulder is aching horrendously for 10 to 45 seconds. They arrive randomly, never any rhyme or reason, re, re, reason to them. I have no history of shoulder injuries. Would love to know if I'm dying or being soft, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and should have a concrete pill to harden up. Am I missing something there? Something I need to know from your mom's house about concrete pills? concrete pills i don't know okay mm. good um so uh here's the deal this is actually a rather serious symptom this is not your shoulders your shoulders are not involved in this the pain is referred to your shoulders so you're feeling your brain is thinking it's in your shoulders it is not in your shoulders i promise but it could be one of two sort of general categories one is something in your spinal cord is pressing on the nerves that go out to the shoulder. And I kind of suspicious that it's something in that zone, even a disc or a you know, thoracic disc or something, something, in, but it's, it's rather serious. It needs to be looked at like right away. Also, it could be a vascular problem. Uh, problems in sort of the large vessels here can cause various kinds of pain into the neck, for instance, and sometimes even into the shoulder. So this is something that you need like an MRI of the spine and of the thorax, like right good in short order, my friend. I'm so I don't want to freak you out. Uh, it's probably something treatable, but it's not something you just leave alone. It it can lead to more serious stuff down the road if you're not careful. Great advice, Doctor. How Drew. about that? Thank you, Nav. I knew you'd give the same advice. Uh, raw meat tastes like pussy. It says it right up there. No, yeah, dude, your segues are incredible. Thank I you. Love it. Thank you. Uh, and I think you're actually really going to love this guy. Oh, I love everything. Don't worry. He is the coolest. <laughs> the coolest of the cool. Yeah. Saw a lot of cool uh, sort of Instagram posts recently. 
All right. So tell me what you think about this guy, and if uh, if he seems talked or just like just a normal guy like you and well, me. Does he have a talk eye? <laughs> this is my second ribeye. He does have a talk eye. I ate one pound of ribeye raw earlier. I drizzled some uh, maple syrup and some walnuts. This time I did honey, and this is fucking living optimal. I mean, this should be so expensive. I get this ribeye. It's grass finished, grass fed. From a local farm, nine bucks a pound. Yeah. This tastes better than cooked. Oh, just, just stop. It's like pussy in my mouth. I love eating pussy. The texture of raw, most raw flesh you eat, is just like eating a girl's pussy. Sometimes it's got that like little uh, fleshy taste, you know? So I love it because I'm a man. I eat meat. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. He's definitely got the talk eye. He's definitely a cool guy. He, uh, there is a whole world. Yeah, there's a whole world out there that eats raw meat. I'm not sure I'm all signed off on it. Do you think that they all eat uh, it for this reason? No, I'm not sure he's eating it because it tastes like pussy. He's eating it because he's a man and he loves the taste of pussy and therefore he loves the taste of raw ribeye. Um, and let's be fair, people do eat very rare meat. He doesn't look to be the, um, picture of uh physical health you know what i'm saying what do you mean what uh he's got a little part, uh, little part mid, of him a uh... little uh, central obesity a little bit uh and uh you know i whatever he's into whatever he's got the talk eye uh i didn't see his Wait, teeth hold on. his eyes talked when, when he looked when, at the beginning when he looked straight at you there was a tiny talk yes there was it's like pussy in my mouth L let's go back <laughs> to the beginning let me show you and i'm gonna you can kind of see it even when he's looking this is my look, look stop see you see the right eye is out a little bit from midline. But, you see, you see more of the white even on the right than on the left in the middle. Yeah, that's the that's the, no, but that's because the he's not looking straight into because the camera's like a little to his I, left. I, I keep going. I can ribeye. See, one it's pound. See, it's I still eat one pound off. Ribeye raw. It's just earlier. a very slight off. Some, very uh, slight maple syrup. And very slight. You can see it there. Wow, it's very slight. But hey, my my prediction is he had uh, like amblyopia. He had it when he was a child, and somebody repaired it. That's probably what happened there. But it's still a talk eye, and he still got it. What's over his right shoulder? Is that a, like a some walnuts? This time I did honey. Oh my god, walnuts, honey, and walnuts, honey, and raw meat. Now he does have reasonable muscular development of his arms, right? Well, he's a man and he loves to eat pussy. Yeah, he's I, I'm guessing he's a textbook you think, man. I bet this guy surfs a lot. That's my bet. That's where he gets the art development. But anyway, because he's so, got the Nazi dreads. So good for him. Uh, whatever you're into, buddy. Most uh, raw flesh you eat. Well, I want to see his just teeth. Like eating a girl's pussy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see his teeth. Can you show me that? You want to see his teeth? When he shows us the meat, we get a good look at his teeth. I didn't. I didn't. Here he comes. Uh, oh. Uh. Okay, teeth look pretty good, right? But then, so he's maybe not, is that an indication that they've all fallen out? Yeah, it might be all chompers. fake teeth. It could be. It could. So there's always that possibility whenever you're talking to a cool guy. Yeah, he's got a real pair of George but, Washington. Uh, but so. uh, and what does he got around his neck? What is that? I think it's like some puka shells or something. Oh, this guy is cool. <laughs> this guy is cool. Living his best life. I mean, if there's anything that that this guy, I look at this guy and I just think organic. You know. I, I don't necessarily. I, I think just, uh, I think like needs a bath is what I think. But uh, good on him, whatever you're into, man. It's funny. I don't have the same delight in his weirdness that I do say in an any. You know what I mean? You're not fascinated by this guy? 
Not really. You're less of, fascinated I'm with more this fasc- guy eating raw meat because it tastes like pussy and more fascinated that any is okay with not shitting more than once every couple weeks. That's exactly what I said, my friend. Man. That's exactly right. You're just a I'm Rubik's sort of, Cube. I'm doctor. sort of put off by this guy, which is weird. I mean, it says what? something about me. You, you like this guy? I love this guy. See, that's interesting, isn't it? I, I'm, I, let's put it this way. I kind of know what it would be like to interact with this guy, and it would not be fun. You know what I mean? This is fucking living optimal. <laughs> well, I hope he continues to live optimal. He's, you know what I'm attracted to? I think it's the confidence. <laughs> Whatever. I, I'm glad. Well, you know, this is one of the interesting things about humans, right? We, we all, we like each other in very, very specific and highly reproducible ways, right? I'll tell you a little secret. When we, when I had a, a large team that ran a, I ran a drug program and we would be able to tell what was going on diagnostically with the patient by which of our staff members liked the patient and which of the and who of the staff the patient liked. Interesting. It would, it, and it was 100% accurate. It was never off. And we could tell when somebody was a sociopath. We could tell when somebody was borderline. We could tell when somebody was bipolar just by who in the staff went, oh, I really like that guy. And then who the, who the patient liked also was, was telling. I love eating pussy. <laughs> okay. But so we've learned something about Nadav here. And me too. I, I don't like guys like this. I don't know why I don't, I, because uh, I, inter, I, I know what it's like to interact with these guys and, and they are angry usually beneath all this. And, and I don't like unnecessary anger. How about that? Interesting. Yeah. You, you know, cause it's, it's, uh, who do you, do you think he's angry at the world? It's one of those it, people it, he's angry I, at everything you know, or? Uh, they're just, yeah, they're just kind of, there's a kind of a free floating anger and you trigger it really easily. And I, I, I it doesn't, that doesn't appeal to me. Because it's not like, hey, I don't go. My thing is clearly go, go live your optimal life, dude. Go have fun. I'm not impinging on you in any way, and it makes me feel like any interaction with a guy like this that triggers the anger, I'm being blamed for whatever happened in the interaction where I was just having a oh, conversation. Yeah. You know, I don't what? like that. I, I could don't. totally see this guy yelling at you to do your research about. This, yeah, right, you know? or anything, or don't tell me how to live, man, or whatever, right. just anything. And and I, that's the last thing in the world I want to do is tell this guy how to live his life. This last thing is fucking living optimal. Good, keep living optimal, my friend. All right, now how about uh, how about a couple of TikToks just to kind of cleanse the palate? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. We got her all wet. Whoopsie daisy. We got a habit of doing that. I know. What the hell? Keep going. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I'm a little confused too. Kelly girl. Yeah, Christina just loves. Oh, is this the Zolo? Is this the mother daughter combo? Oh, that's kind of what I was afraid of. I think. Yeah. <laughs> These all kind of blend together. Yeah. Don't you look at me like that. What, what the fuck? Gail? What the fuck? Goddamn! What do you think? I've been trying to take care of that goddamn cat for two weeks because your fucking ass doesn't do it. Because my fucking ass. No, you don't. Okay. God damn it. Haven't we seen this lady before yelling at the neighbor? Yeah, I think, uh, I think this might be another different uh, episode. Yeah. Wow. The, the fact that she can keep this up every time she interacts with that guy is pretty good. So, I like the way the guy keeps his cool, too, and just keeps the camera rolling. Who would you rather hang out with? This lady or raw meat tastes like pussy guy? Who's yeah, more, I'm not oh, Who's angrier? That's it. That's a good question. Who's well, angrier? Th- this... I think I'd rather be with this lady, even though both would be equally sort of, well, I, f- I feel like the raw meat guy might give you a certain amount of entertainment for periods of time, might be interesting to hang out with. 
she right. even when she's not angry is not gonna be very interesting to <laughs> you're gonna so, get nothing out so of although this i'm not gonna trigger her i'd be very unlikely to trigger her anger i'm not sure i want to hang out all right what else you got all right for all my tiktok peeps out there i'm trying the new carl new waffle chicken sandwich fries oreo cookie shake let me see what it tastes like mm. Mm. not bad quite tasty yummy num 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 all right mm. Whoa, is that his thing, all right? It must be, right? Yeah, he just loves... Uh, no, but that all right is sort of his little, you know, cat call, whatever. I've, I haven't seen enough of this guy's work. Is this, is this one of these feeding videos? Is that what this is? Oh, like a mukbang? Uh-oh, what's that? Uh, I mean, a mukbang is just watching someone glut it up and yeah, a yeah. bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's, for it's, all my TikTok peeps out there, I'm trying a new Carl's new waffle chicken sandwich, fries, Oreo cookie shake. Let me see what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. Mmm. Not bad. Quite tasty. Yummy, num, num, num. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. That's the sign-off. That's the sign-off. Right. The, all right. It's like a radio guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I need more. You know, what I, you know what I hate about this one is that he's not actually telling of a, like, a, that's not really a great review. I, it's not the review that I think people are watching for. I think they're watching to watch him eat and say, all right. Oh, and then the yum, 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 yum. There yum. is something weirdly unique about the way he eats. Do you notice this? I, I don't want to call it appealing because oh. that's giving it too much. Let's go back uh, to the tapes yeah, and see just, how just look, Let's put it this way. Don't you want to have that sandwich after you see him eat it? Mm. A little bit, mm. right? Not bad. Quite tasty. Yummy, yum, yum, yum. All right. Mm. Fuck yeah, I want to eat that. Okay, sandwich. see, see, and I think that that's sort of what people watch it for. Okay, God, TikTok is such a diabolical instrument. It like it like distills us down to our most basic drive systems and makes us watch. Phew. All right, let's watch some more. <laughs> let's go. Come on, hurry. Oh. Oh boy. 10 out of 10. No. Oh, 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 what's that big fist coming up with a clown face in the back there? Look at that. Do you see that? What? Look over behind her head, past her head. Go up. There is a clown face peeking out with a big fist. Clown peeking up. Face. Isn't that a clown face? It looks, I think that's just a pile of pillows. Or maybe. What's the fist? Boy, this is a Rorschach test. Is that for a fist? I've ever seen yeah, I agree with you. Is that, is that a fist coming up? Or is that more pillow? Maybe a, de- a dehumidifier? I don't... Oh, really? Good I'm not one. seeing anything too crazy I, I may here. have to I, take my headphones I think, off I think, and go look at it. I think, the screen is, I think the screen is a little farther away from you than it is from us, though. So okay. I, I, I will give you that benefit of the doubt. Oh, that's a shame. I thought it was going to be something... No, I will telling. say this thing's a little weird right here. What is that? Uh, is that a suitcase or... What is that? It's a suitcase, right? It's an open is suitcase. It? Or maybe it's a laundry ham. I yeah, think it's like Holly. a cat toy. And, and what's on the uh, wall? What is on the wall? Cat pictures. Uh, cat pictures. pictures. Cats, and then some baby that I, I'm i not sure is hers. It's kind of like a missing persons thing, frankly. A milk carton picture. Um, some TikToks are just sad, and I'm afraid this is one of them. Do you like this one? You like 10 out of 10? 
Uh, 10 out of 10. Well, I mean, A for effort. effort. Yeah. A for effort. Yeah, yeah 10 yeah. out of 10 for effort. 10 for effort. Dude, she brought, she dumped a bucket. Like, there was prep that went into this. She dumped a bucket of water on her. Uh, I know, on a nice hardwood floor, too. It's weird. And her tone, I'd say, was pitch perfect. Uh, I don't know all right. Well, All right. Look, Give me another one. Some one more of TikTok. us aren't classically trained one to sing opera. One more TikTok. Okay. I know some of you are not. Well, TikTok, please. One more. Oh. Bad bod my ass. Uh-oh. <laughs> <Dead> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> How drunk do you have to be to do that? Right? He's drunk, right? I think he's just feeling himself. You, you know what this is? The, if you want to see another good example of the Dunning-Kruger phenomenon, I give me... What's his name? Sweet Deck. Sweet Deck. Sweet Deck has Dunning-Kruger galore. So Dunning-Kruger is when you sort of... I'm not sure they fully flesh out exactly what Dunning-Kruger is. It's classically that you don't know enough to know what you don't know. Right. In other words, you've never seen good singing, so when you sing badly, you don't realize you're singing badly. Uh, and in this case, if you haven't seen enough people with uh, decent physiques, you might think that you had a decent physique. But but it, it's more than that because there's also sort of a body dysmorphia, reverse body dysmorphia in this. Like he thinks that looks good. I mean, he's not horrible. He's not horrific or anything right. good that he loves his body. All good. But I think he thinks a little more of it than so, perhaps he should. So what you're saying is that- I don't the, think that's a joke. The healthy way. thing for us to do is to check him and body shame him. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But but I know that's what will happen at your mom's house. I know that's the eternal mission of this organization. Let's see a horrible or hilarious belly flop. Ooh, yeah. Okay, okay. this is actually, yeah, these are going to be fun notes to end on. Let us know okay. how medically fucked some of these oh, people Jesus. are. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Oh, he's he's sort of, yeah, he's going to, yeah, he's going to be okay, but he's not happy. Well, Okay, so uh, huge belly flop. Yeah. And now let me know what part of his internal organs are most fucked up after this part. Uh-oh. <coughs> oh. Is he bleeding? Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, fuck. He needs to go to the hospital. Yeah, that's a collapse. Uh, Is that a collapsed lung? Can be. It, they, they, usually that's a, something, a penetrating wound in the lung. We'll give you more of that kind of stuff. That's such a um, thick... Like that's that's clearly you know more mucus. Yeah, than it could be from the stomach. I mean, it could be a lot of stuff. I mean, you can get internal bleeding. You can from this kind of shit, and, and uh, that was more than just a belly flop. That was, uh, you know, sometimes when you hit the water, it's like hitting concrete, and it didn't look like that to me. But that may be what we're dealing with here. So horrible, horrible. Uh, he does not look like he's near a hospital, and the problem with bleeding like that is you can't just stop it. It keeps going, and so they need to get him somewhere fast. Yuck. Thank you for that, though, Nadav. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does it keep well, going? Oh, you know what? I have a note here that says he's fine. Okay, that's good. Uh, this guy does all sorts of crazy stunts like this. Uh, his, his YouTube it, channel is called Adrenaline Addiction, so I think he always does yeah, this kind yeah, of stuff. All right. It could be that he just you know bit his tongue or something, too. You know what I mean? And then swallowed all a bunch of blood out of his mouth, and then vomited it back up. That's possible. You know what? That is actually uh, refreshingly optimistic. <laughs> well, if you're saying he's fine, or if you're just making it up, you making it up? No, that's the that's what all I right. have in the notes here. Because right. right, I think this guy's posted more videos since here, all so right. he's not right. dead. Right. Horrible, <laughs> hilarious. Here we go. Keep going. Hilarious. Uh oh. Uh oh. <gasps> oh. If he does not have fractured ribs and maybe spine, I'll be shocked. I will say that I do not have a note here that says oh. this. 
Oh. Ugh. Now he he I don't think that's a fatal thing, but man, is that gonna be bad. Oh, he went up too high and right on the edge. That's the hard part. Is it oh you know, he may have saved himself by uh, he may have lucked out and hit his scapulas, and although he could fracture his scapulas that way, that would absorb some of the stuff that I was thinking was gonna get his ribs or spine. So, I was actually I was worried about him hitting the back of his head and then just fucking his neck up. I, I worry about that too, but but I think he missed that. I think he missed that. I think but you thing, could you could I mean you could transect your spine that way. Jesus Christ! I mean one thing. That, what is wrong with people? We're, I think I'm super thankful that there's someone uh, video. Rec- actually, you know the what feeling. Kind of situation is this where I you're know. just like, hey, watch me backflip. A backflip into a bathtub, essentially. <laughs> You know the feeling you get in your groin when you're going down a really high roller coaster? Yep. yep. That's the feeling I get when I watch this video. Oh, yeah. Like, ugh. ugh. No, yeah. It's, uh, All right, de- one more. You, you develop a spidey sense when you're at one yeah. studios. You're like, something bad's about to happen, and oh. then you just get out of the video before This one is bringing back all kinds of other horrific memories from your mom's house. Thank you. <laughs> it really is. Yeesh. Here right. we go. I think you're going to not like this one. Oh, shit. <gasps> oh, fuck. Oh, shit. What, what happens? You rolled out of... What, what was happening So it's there? two people. I think they were fighting on a fire escape. Oh, no. Uh, two men or a man and a woman? I think it's a man and a lady. The lady lands... Uh, she kind of lands on... He is done for. Right. Like, at least she's moving. I am not seeing any movement from him. Yeah, so and there's a good chance he's not. He Look, she's holding her leg, isn't she? Because she broke her leg, no doubt. Or even her. You know, one of the things that happens. Oh, from, yeah. That is at a funny angle, isn't it? Yes, it is a Tom Segura angle. Um, we call that f- officially now in orthopedics. Um, but, you know, one of the, the, the. Do the landing for her again in slow mo if you can. Okay, you see how she lands on her feet? Oh, she's falling backwards, but she comes around. She comes around and she lands on her feet. You see that? Right. So the legs take most of the impact. That's not that's not necessarily good. So what happens is Well, the other guy I think his head absorbs. I I know, and that's very, very bad. Yeah, that's very bad. Uh, but but the feet, what you know what happens, you can actually the calcaneus, you know, you've got a bone where your heel is, and you can shatter that, and that's a disaster. That's a disaster when the calcaneus shatters. And really? it happens a lot. Yeah, that happens a lot. And they, they ugh, it's a mess. Sometimes how, it opens up, it opens up, and it's, ugh. How long does that, does it take longer than long, normal Long, yeah, long, yeah. Is that like you're going to need a scoot scoot in order to get around you know, Christina? I, or? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's both her heels, too. You know, she landed on both of them. So uh, how's Christina doing, speaking of orthopedic injuries? Is she okay? She on a she on a scooter now? Um, yeah, I mean, last time I talked to her, she said that getting injured is the best thing. Had, I did ever see her. I her. saw her talking <laughs> to Tom about that. And did they have what multiple nannies in there now to take care of her and the kids? Well, I mean, uh, what she said is, luckily, uh, Tom broke half of his body a few months ago, so they're very prepared for for right. someone in this situation. And and I actually really believe her too. I saw Me her. Too. She actually seemed like she had real delight when she was talking about this injury, which is hard to understand. But uh, I think what it is is that she's just kind of getting a vac- a vacation from all of her mom duties because she can't right. achieve them. So it's, right, you know, she's getting help from and, everywhere else. And, and it's nice. Yeah, good for her. And I like the little environment they have for her with the flowers and the lamps and stuff. It looks good. Yeah, so. it's. Uh, Were you involved with that? I just I wondered as I saw that. Uh, yeah, I mean we helped we helped coordinate it. We have uh, so, some people in Austin helping us out. Excellent. 
Well, everybody, thank you again. Again, store.ymhstudios.com. And we, I, I, I'm immediately, when the cameras go off, you're going to talk to Nadav about other great plans for that store. Uh, I cannot wait to hear what you guys have in mind for this. Hopefully, I won't be too humiliated because uh, that's the nature of your mom's house, which is uh, humiliate Drew, and everyone loves it. Drew, so, you're going to love the way we make you look. Yeah. So be that as it may, uh, thank you all for being here. Thank you all for the voice messages. Thank you all for the emails. We appreciate it very, very much, and we'll be see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.